Hello and welcome to the Guest and Request segment of Blackrock College Radio. My name is Max McGurk and today I'm here with Stephen Ball in the, on the phone. Stephen is an actor who has worked in both film and TV and is currently playing the role of the troublemaking Oshin in RTE's Fair City. Stephen is originally from Cracklow, County Limerick, but is now living in Dublin. Welcome to Blackrock College Radio, Stephen, and thank you so much for joining us. Thanks very much for having me. This is great. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'd like to start by discussing your early years and uh, life in Limerick. So where did you go to school, and was acting and drama an interest you had since childhood? Um, I suppose I went to school, well, I went to primary school in, uh, in Clare in St. John's School, Cratlow. And, uh, I mean, other than, like, the, uh, like, cr- Christmas plays and stuff, that would be the only acting that was done in primary school, but sure, yeah. you couldn't really call that acting. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, moving on from that, went to, uh, Villiers Secondary School in Limerick, and we did, uh, the transition year play. I don't know. Do you guys have the transition year play in Black Rock? Or yeah, we. Similar? Yeah, that's on every fourth year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have the same thing, and we uh, put on a play. Um, and they do like they try to make it as legit as possible. You know, you go yeah. into an actual theatre and everything. And um, so we did a play called Ellis Island, which I really enjoyed. But mm-hmm. uh, after that, I think that was really the only thing that we did acting wise I mean you just really had an opportunity to do it in fourth year and that was about it and I didn't really go to any drama school or anything alongside that Mm -hmm. but uh, then I took I finished off school took a year out uh, before college and tried to drum up acting work because I knew that that's what I wanted to do but I didn't particularly want to go to college in the first place but um, I basically made a deal with my parents because they wanted me to go to college Uh, they said you can have one year and if you get something that's pays your bills and grand if you don't then you can go off to college and figure it out later mm. and so i just went about uh trying to get you know short films and stuff like that student films that people would have been doing in college and i got a uh, few bits and pieces here and there nothing uh nothing big but kind of started building up a cv but nothing really happened yeah um so then i went to college in ucd joined Dramsock, which was great and did a couple of plays there and about a year and a half in I ended up getting uh, the Fair City job mm-hmm. and so then dropped out of college yeah. which uh, I wouldn't recommend but yeah. uh, dropped out of college anyway uh, to do that and kind of been doing that ever since really. Yeah that's great um, and what other interests did you have growing up like for example music and uh, did you play in a band by any chance? Uh, yeah, I actually had a huge interest in music when I was younger um, and played in a band. I was the lead guitarist in a band called, our, our name was uh, Something Inappropriate. And right. uh, we had one gig in Scarif, which uh, I don't know if anyone will know, it's in the absolute middle of nowhere in Clare. Yeah. We played to about five people. Um, and then shortly afterwards, we wrapped up. I mean, mostly we just, uh, practice together. We didn't really do anything other than yeah. that, but we just kind of played songs that we liked, you know. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you always enjoyed performing. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, were any of your family involved in acting, or what influenced you to go down that route? Not, not really. No. I mean, that was kind of the thing that made it uh, kind of tricky to say to my parents that that's what yeah. I wanted to do because I didn't have anyone immediately in my family that I could point to. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you know the. I mean, obviously, you'd know with your granddad that it's possible to do it, but yeah. uh, the the kind of standard reaction, especially from parents, is, oh, God, my child is going into acting. Mm. 
you know, they'll never make a living out of it. It's such a tough industry mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I came up against that a little bit. I mean, my parents always wanted me to do, you know, what I enjoyed doing, but they also wanted me to be kind of practical about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, there was no one really in my family that I could um, immediately point to and yeah. say, well, they did it, so I'm going to try doing it as well. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, no, not really, uh, to be honest. Um, I mean, they all enjoy they all enjoy it, like they enjoy um, kind of uh, what they appreciate acting and, you know, movies, television, plays, music, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, nobody really that was actually working in it. Yeah, and I believe your dad worked a lot on film sets, so do you think as a young boy, like accompanying him, influenced your love of acting or encouraged you to go down there? Oh, my God. I, well, it actually really did now that you bring it up because mm. it made it seem more possible, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you, you hear about these big movies and stuff like that, and you think it's another world yeah. or something like that. But So what my dad did was he worked on the construction side of things. So he would rent out machinery to the film sets, and they would, um, you know, the machinery to put up lights and stuff like that. And sometimes mm-hmm. if they needed cameras doing high shots, um, he'd rent out those machines, and he'd have to do set visits. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because he really didn't care about any of that stuff in that sense. He kind of just cared about the business side of it. Mm-hmm. So he'd be going off to a set and he'd be coming back home and he'd have been chatting to, like, Brad Pitt without knowing who Brad Pitt was and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And I'd be like, oh, my God, just take me to these sets for the love of God. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, no, it was, it was really cool to see it because the, some of the sets that I saw were insane like i saw the the second tour i I went on to that set Mm -hmm. there was none of the actors there or anything which i was like oh no but it was just uh, the kind of pre-production building the sets kind of thing Mm -hmm. and the other one i saw was oh you know that tom cruise movie edge of tomorrow yeah 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 i went on to that one and then that was like oh well great i can actually visualize it in my head now so Mm -hmm. it's only a matter of getting here so i suppose it definitely did help me uh kind of like yeah. my love for acting, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we're going to play your first track, which is Suit and Tie by Justin Timberlake. What's this song mean to you? Oh, well, um, I've been obsessed with Justin Timberlake for years, but yeah. this song in particular is probably my favourite song from my favourite album of his. So right. that's from the 2020 Experience Part 1. Mm-hmm. And I picked that song in particular because it burned into my head as the first song I listened to after finishing my last exam for the Leaving Cert. So to me, it's just such a summer song, and I also just associate being actually finished with school and just the relief of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Show you a few things. Let me show you a few things. 
your leaving cert you moved to Dublin to study in UCD uh, what did you study there? I studied uh, English with film and so it was more film theory there wasn't any like practical camera work or anything like that mm-hmm. um, really enjoyed it actually and uh, had kind. there was kind of a part of me that didn't want to leave uh, to go to Fair City I wanted to finish it out because I was about halfway through yeah. um, at that stage but I knew if I turned down the Fair City opportunity then I, just, I don't know when I'd get another chance like that Mm, um, so. But I studied English and film, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it actually opened my eyes to a lot more movies yeah. that I wouldn't necessarily have seen um, if I hadn't studied there. Yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. So drama played a big part in your student life in UCD. Oh, that was that that was my student life in UCD. I didn't do anything else really. I joined Dramsock, and like. I moved up from Limerick to uh, to Dublin, obviously, to go to college. And I didn't really, because I'd taken the year out before yeah. college, I wasn't moving up with a bunch of my friends. They'd already either been up there or they um, had gone to other colleges like Cork and Galway. So I used Dramsock to, uh, to make friends and to get to know people while I was up there. And I just thought it was brilliant and mm-hmm. probably spent more time there than I should have and missed <laughs> uh, more lectures than I should have. But... Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah, that's great. 
Uh, lots of famous actors and actresses started out in UCD. Is that where you first were spotted by the casting directors for your role in Fair City? Uh, no. So the way that that one worked was I had uh, done a short film during my year out before college. Mm-hmm. And I it was done with uh, the guys in uh, DIT. They were doing student films. They do them around August every year for their yeah. pro- final year projects. And I had done that short film, and nothing had really come of it. But what I'd done is I'd sent it to a bunch of different agents mm-hmm. and hadn't really heard anything back and kind of forgotten about it. But then one agent got in touch with me and said that they really liked it, and then they signed me. And then I was with that agent for my first year of college and was going to auditions and stuff, but not really getting anything. And then I got the audition for Fair City, I Mm -hmm. think December, and got the call around then that I had gotten that part and was shooting in February the following year. So it was the short film got me the agent, which got me the audition for Fair City, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. And you, you briefly mentioned it earlier, but um, so what, what did your parents think of you leaving college to follow your dream? <laughs> that conversation, I just came into the... Uh, we are actually up in Dublin. At the, they were up in Dublin at the time yeah. because I actually got that job on my 21st birthday. I got the call saying I'd gotten the Fair City job. Right. And so they were up in uh, Dublin, we were having birthday dinner, and you know that restaurant, I think I've been there with you, Fire, out in Dawson Street? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, so we'd gone, we'd gone there, and we were just getting ready to go to dinner, and uh, I got the call from my agent saying that I'd gotten the job, Yeah. and I was so deliriously excited, yeah. and went in to say to my mum and dad, I've gotten this job, I've gotten it in Fair City, and it's, you know, uh, we're not sure how long this is going to go on for, yeah. but, I mean, the first time that I got that call, I mean, I've been on there now for a good few years. But when I got that call first, they said, we just we want you for 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And so I got in touch with the college and I said, I've gotten this job, 10 weeks. What's, what are my options? And UCD said to me, well, you can, you know, put your degree on pause for a year and you can pick up where you left off yeah. after you finish this job. And so I thought, oh, that's great. Then I don't lose anything. I can go back to college after I finish this. I don't have to turn down the Fair City job. Yeah. That's great. But then Fair City kept offering me more and more weeks. And the way that the thing in college works is if it goes beyond the year, you have to restart it. And so uh, it went beyond the year. So it was kind of like Mm -hmm. I didn't have to tell my parents there and then and there that I was actually leaving college. Mm. I was just saying, I'm just putting it on pause for now. And then, uh, you know, then I was in Fair City and they kind of got used to the idea, I think. Yeah. So your next song choice is After Rain by Dermot Kennedy. Uh, why did you pick this song and what does it remind you of? Um, After Rain, Dermot Kennedy. So I think Dermot Kennedy is definitely, if not my favourite musician at the moment, mm. definitely my favourite Irish musician. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, loved every single song that he's put out so yeah. far. And uh, I have seen him live technically three times. The first time was in the Button Factory. It's quite mm-hmm. a small, intimate gig because um, not... Uh, he was he was popular enough here, but he wasn't huge at that stage. Yeah. And then the second time I went to see him was in the Three Arena, so it was mm. just this huge jump between him being a smaller time artist and then this, you know, stadium filling just yeah. insane kind of level artist. And I thought that was really cool to see that happen. Yeah. And then the third time I saw him was in one of those weird lockdown streaming gigs that we just watched in the apartment, which was cool. And it had your man, normal people, Paul Mescal in it as well, so that was quite cool to watch. But um, 
I picked After Rain specifically because it's one of the first songs that I heard by him. It's one of his earlier songs. Yeah. Um, I suppose people that have come to him now since he's gotten more popular might not be aware of it. And I think it's just a really kind of beautiful song with really uh, poetic lyrics to it. Oh, that's great. Okay, here it is. Because the snow is at our feet And when embraces subside And the lilies have died It comes down to her tears on a sheet But it's alright because You cause lanterns to light And force demons disperse and if Lucifer may fear the swift dry in its tears, then for evil you could not be worse. But I see you now, yeah, I see you. And release me now, kind of like dreams do. And I see. Hard to see Just don't forget To sing Remember everything You're the only little girl I know Who bring a kite in the snow you're just gonna hold it up Said nah, I'm gonna let it go And when your heart hurts Days like today are the antidote If you think just maybe it's her Then promise me, young man 